Happy Easter, babe. Happy Easter. Today is Easter Sunday. Fourth of the fourth. May the fourth be with you. Uh, that's next month. Is it? May is month five. May the fourth. Oh yeah, okay. My bad. <laughs> You're about a month too early. I don't watch Jesus. Star Wars. <laughs> Just did really bad at that. It's a really bad start to this week. <laughs> it's about the start of my every day. Oh, good lord. Hasn't been good. The last, like, week has been shit. Yeah. I think the lockdown fucked us, if I'm honest. It, like, threw both of us out of routine. Well, I got thrown out of routine. I was fine. I was working. I definitely was not. No. We were just playing games and snacking all the time. How did you feel about all the extra snacks in the house? It's a joke. Easter doesn't help the amount of chocolate that we just got, but that's fine. We're going to get chubby. <laughs> not chubby. It's not good. But maybe that's what we should talk about. Getting chubby? <laughs> no. <laughs> How to get fat. <laughs> when you move in with your partner, you put on weight. That's a pretty blanket way to put it. It sucks because I've got such a different metabolism to you. Yeah. And But it's been a thing that I've struggled with this, like we've talked about quite a bit this week, in terms of food, like the differences between us eating. And I don't know what you want to talk about, but we could talk about... Well, I think that's... That stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's been something we've been dealing with. Yeah. So you're... You've been eating very healthy. Well, I think for what, what I eat, what you eat is healthy. See, we have very different opinions of what healthy is, though. Yeah. To you, having a pizza, a homemade pizza, it's on healthy. Turkish bread is healthy. Yeah, it's all the vegetables and stuff. It has spinach on it. Yeah, that's healthy. Whereas to me, like, it's it's not not healthy, but it's definitely not the healthiest thing. I would prefer to have, like, grilled fish and broccoli and vegetables, like steamed veggies. That is healthy to me. That sounds horrible it's delicious okay what about like steak and vegetables yeah that's delicious that's and that's healthy okay but then we're eating a lot of like <laughs> processed in inverted commas bad carbs with every single meal we do we have pasta breads we have uh that's probably it <clears throat> but we have a lot of it yeah wraps wraps yeah actually that's that's like every single meal we're having something like that Eggs on toast, wraps, pasta. Yeah. Like, that's a lot. And for your type of metabolism, that's fine. Yeah. Because you also want to put size on. Whereas for me, okay, carbs aren't the devil. I'm not saying that they're the devil, but I think you shouldn't have them for every single meal. Yeah. So, it's just hard. Yes. This week. Well, how do you think we should... Well, I've tried to rejig what we're eating. So, you did, that, you did that little shuffle and then we went shopping. So yeah. what are you going to eat this week? What are your, Do you know your plan? So we have... We still have pasta in there. <laughs> like tuna pasta. My concern is that I'm probably not going to eat fish as of Tuesday when I watch this documentary. I'm watching Sea Spiracy on Netflix, everyone, on Tuesday. So we'll see how that goes. And there's been the potential for me to... Well, I've been thinking about maybe eating chicken and implementing chicken. Um... Which I think would help for us. We bought chicken 
enough did. enough for you to also eat some. We bought free range chicken for everyone's background knowledge. I haven't eaten meat since twenty sixteen. Except for what did I eat? I had a little bit of bacon. Yep, when we were away. When we were away in January, like the smallest amount, and then like a, a five cent, maybe a little bit smaller than a five cent piece. Yeah, and I've had like Christmas ham a couple of years. But that doesn't count as Christmas. <laughs> but I don't know. I think if we were to have something, like if we would implement chicken into my diet, I feel like you could have, like I could cook you like a chicken burger mm. and then I could just have the chicken salad. Or we could still have rice like, and have like, I don't know, sauteed chicken. How friggin' delicious would that be? That'd be just amazing. Yeah, honey soy chicken. And just for everybody's context... It's not that I don't eat those things. You still make them for me. Yeah. Yeah. So Beck still makes everything. But then I'm eating a lot of processed meats. So yeah. I'll have like the fake chicken or the yeah. the fake meats, which they're not terrible, but they're also not that great for you, especially because they contain soy. And when I was a baby, I was intolerant to soy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Also, you can't buy that fake chicken mm-hmm. in the same quantity that you buy no. normal chicken. So you can't meal prep. With fake and it chicken. doesn't taste as good if you reheat it either. So it's kind of something that you have to cook on the day. Yeah. Unless you're doing the mince. The fake mince isn't too bad. Yeah. We often have tacos. Which is delicious. It is delicious. And and I eat meat. So if anyone who's concerned about... If anyone's a partner and they're concerned mm. about their options, if their partner does a lot of the cooking or all the cooking like you do, it's not bad at all. It tastes like meat. It's fine. It's healthy. Some of them, though, taste funny, right? That one the other day in the lasagna tasted weird. Yeah. So we didn't like that. It's hit and miss. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm lucky that you still make meat stuff all the time for me. It Mm. would be more convenient that we'd be able to bulk make stuff together. Yeah. Um, But obviously I don't care. Like, if you don't decide to end up eating meat, it's still not going to bother me. Mm. I'm interested to see if I feel any different. I feel like if you're going to actually test that, you might need to stick with it for like a month. Yeah. To like eat it regularly, like maybe like once or twice a week for mm. a month. I was, when I went to the pharmacy recently, when I had that tonsillitis thing, mm-hmm. I hit the pharmacist up about, because uh, I noticed my stomach like went away. Like you, mm-hmm. you've noticed, I've said it, my stomach basically like went away. I've always been bloated. I've always had this big like gut that looks like I'm always bloated, but it's almost gone at the moment it's weird like it's still a little bit there but it's it's so mm. much smaller and I ate the pharmacist stuff about what are they called uh, probiotics mm-hmm. and he said that if you're going to do anything like that you need to do it for at least a month mm. to know whether or not it's working because there's no point in taking something for two weeks and being like this That's doesn't work true. yeah it needs to be in your system that everything needs to develop the cultures need to develop your, yeah. the cultures need to get used to the food that you're putting in it everything mm. needs to like work harmoniously well so you were saying even since we've been living together that your stomach feels a bit different yes like tmi but you're having more regular bowel movements <laughs> and i didn't have irregular <laughs> no but I, yeah, yeah maybe just because i the, think a lot of the vegetables yeah i've been eating a lot more vegetables i used to eat vegetables not very often though and i would remind him too yeah it would be more like if there's vegetables on my pizza yeah. I'll eat it, but I'm not going to go... Pizza from Domino's. Yeah. Hey, not even... <laughs> <No>. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not going to... Yeah, I, I typically don't go out of my way to make like a satay chicken with a yeah. heap of cut-up capsicum and all that sort of stuff in it. Yeah. Whereas now, 
Like you made us those pizzas the other night, and I know again pizza, but that's what we ate. Mm. Again, that had um, that had a capsicum. You had I had the option of onion, which you didn't take, but and spinach. Yeah, spinach. Mm. There's like a heap of stuff that I'm eating more regularly that I just yeah, it's made a huge difference in the size of my stomach. Mm. So how are you like? It doesn't really bother you how you're feeling more. So you have to deal with how me complaining about how I feel shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually worse than... One, it's worse since we've been living together. Mm. Two, dealing with it... Dealing with you when you're not stoked about it. Yeah. You get you get very, like, short and snappy when you're getting changed. Yeah. That's why I said to you the other day, just leave the room. Because <laughs> this isn't going to go down well. No. And it's not even at you, it's me. Like... I know. But I think it's it's a common thing for women my age. Like, I talk to my friends about it, and it's not, I probably have it a little bit more, I think, than some of them do, Um, but. From previous relationships I've been in, you definitely, it's almost daily. Yeah, I would say it is. Yeah. I have those thoughts at least daily. Yeah. So how do we get around that, babe? I think I have body dysmorphia. Okay, you could. I, yeah, I, I actually do. I wouldn't know. I, well, I think so. It's where you, do you know what it is? Yeah, it's where you see yourself as not... Something else, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. I actually read an article on it once. It was quite interesting. Um, I could throw you on the roof. You're tiny. But no, I'm not. But and I could is, throw you on the roof. But this is the issue, right? Every time that someone says that to me, I'm like, no. And then they argue that I am. No matter how many times people tell me, it doesn't sink into my brain. Like, I just think you're wrong. You are entitled to your wrong opinion. When have I ever been wrong in this relationship? <laughs> you want me to listen, <laughs> um, But I... It comes back to kind of what we were talking about the other day, right? What, I think it was yesterday. How we were talking about being our own self-critics. And we should talk mm. to ourselves how we would talk to our family and friends. I would never turn around and say to you, you look disgusting. You look fat in that. Are you really going to wear that? Like, look at your stomach rolls. Or whatever it is that goes through my own head. And yet, I'm that awful to myself every day. Yeah. And actually, I'm in the book that I'm reading at the moment. Totally for everyone, it? it's called um, How, to, How to Think Like a Monk. It's by Jay Shetty, I think his name is. Um, and it's really interesting. And, like, after we were chatting about it the other day, the chapter actually spoke about that exactly that topic that instead of having these thoughts in your mind you should actually say it out loud because when you say it out loud your body responds to it differently so instead of me being like oh look at like my stomach looks fat today in my own head or whatever if I then say it out loud and be like Rebecca your stomach looks fat it kind of like shocks you and you're like hang on a second is that actually true what I've just said I would never say that to someone else. Mm. Why am I then saying that to myself? Yeah. I think if you're going to do that, you have to have it. You have to do that within the context of that book. You have mm. to, if you're going to do that, you need to have that recognition because some people might say that out loud and then that become their. But then it could also be an affirmation thing. Exactly. Right? So, like, like, I say things out loud when I'm just passionate about getting that thing done. Yeah, but I think another thing, like I remember what my psychologist said, that you should tell yourself that you're 
pretty, that you're good enough. You know, yeah. say these things out loud, write them down somewhere so that you look at them every single day. And in heaps of the books that I've read, it says that you should be telling yourself things every single day. And yeah. you need to see it and you need to actually believe it. Even if you don't believe it at first, what were we saying the other day about you keep telling yourself something and you cut, you fake it till you make it. Yep. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. And I think we were saying with body confidence, there are some people who aren't confident and like standing up straight or whatever. If you act confident, eventually you will become confident. <coughs> That's from that book I was just reading. Yeah. I do exactly that when I lift. If I'm going to deadlift and I know it's heavy, I literally say, even if I, even if a part of me deep down doesn't, isn't sure, I say to myself, I'm like, you're coming off the floor, you motherfucker. Like, like I, like I say it, like you're coming off the floor. Like that's about to happen. And yeah. then there might be like a little flame in the back of my head that's like, you can't lift that, bro. Mm. But, but like I say it out loud. I'm like, you're coming off the floor. Yeah. And what's the book that you're reading for other people? I'm reading, well, actually I'm listening. So you're, I prefer reading previously, like you are, Bex, mm -hmm. Bex actually reading the book. I'm listening to an audio book. It's by Jordan Peterson. It's called 12 Rules of Life, 12 Rules for Life. One of the two, I can't remember. Um, and it's fantastic. I feel dumb when I listen to him, but in a good way, like in a, mm. I'm learning something this whole time kind of way. Uh, the, the first rule, and I'm not going to go through the rules, but the first rule is stand up straight with your shoulders back. Which is basically what you were just saying about fake it till you make it. Standing up straight, shoulders back. He he basically outlines the difference uh, that that makes chemically in your brain when you stand up straight and put your shoulders back. You you uh, body wise show that confidence, and it physically changes the way your brain yeah allows you to undertake tasks, think about yourself. I'd be really interested to know what the difference between like a man's brain and a woman's brain is in Oof. terms of, well, just in terms of like, I guess, body confidence and mm. positivity. He would actually, I don't, I, I reckon he would have a very good idea about mm. it. I don't know if he's written anything about it, but I reckon he'd know from, because from the way I've heard him speak. So if I look at people on Instagram, right, I'm just thinking in comparison how we would compare this. If I'm looking at girls on Instagram, and yes, obviously I choose who I follow, so that's a choice that I make, but if I'm looking at them, I am looking at what are they wearing, how do their bodies look, how does their hair look, like, they're the things that I'm judging. And then that kind of makes me go, oh, well, mine doesn't look like that. Maybe that's what I actually want to look like. Um, what is it that you look at when you're looking at people on Instagram? When I'm looking at Instagram? Yeah. I usually look for... Like, what would you compare? For example, do you compare at all? Yeah, everyone, everyone does, I think. Yeah. I, think I think everyone compares. But what I specifically look for is, is what they're doing or wearing practical? Because I hate impracticality. Mm. I hate jeans that are too low that you can't run in them. I hate pants that are too tight that you couldn't leap something if you had to. Like, I know that sounds ridiculous, but I, if it's not practical, I think it's stupid. And I could be wrong, someone could come in here and sit down and be like, this is why you're wrong, you're an idiot. That's fine, that's just how I think. But, uh, so one thing, that's the practicality. The second thing is, do they work hard? But is that the first thing that you look at? Yes. Yeah. I don't, I don't look individually at the person. I go to their page and I, like, 
a great example is Jocko. Um, if you follow, yeah, every morning at 4.30 in the morning, some mornings it's 3.30, he posts a picture of his watch, and then an hour or two later, Dimitri would know this, he, he's actually doing a challenge from him, which I'll, I'll mention in a sec, but, um, you know, two or three hours later, he posts a picture of the pile of sweat oh, you have shown me this left under his, yeah, under him. That's the kind of person that I'm like, I want to be something like that person. Mm. I want to have, I want to have the ability to be that reliable, so there's no that practical, that, uh, um, influence people in that positive, positive way and not like influencer, yeah. but, but literally like, so you I have no comparison to be like, not jealous of that person. I don't like using the word jealous, but if, so you're not like, Oh, well, he looks like that, so I want to look like that. Or does that motivate you to, no, there's to no, do it? There's no one whose body I'm like, okay. Steve like, Cook? I mean, he looks great. <laughs> he looks great. But I'm never, like, exactly... Going to look like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like you know that I'm a huge fan of Joe Rogan. Mm. But he looks like a gorilla. Like, mm. he's got this short... And I would, like, that I find extremely... Like, I find him extremely... Uh, motivating and inspiring mm. and it has nothing to do with how he looks yeah. I, would, I would rather watch a work I would rather watch him work out or Jocko work out who, who neither of them look anything like Steve but I'd 100 a thousand percent mm. if I was scrolling through YouTube and I saw three different thumbnails I'd click on one of them before I clicked on Steve Cook because I just don't care yeah because I know how hard they work and that's what I'm interested in mm. I know how practical they are because I've listened to them do you compare yourself to any males at all? On Instagram or anything like that? Just in, in general. I think everyone compares themselves. Yeah, 100%. I wonder if, like, what the difference between yours and mine would be, though. In terms of? Just generally. Like, what when you look at other people, or, like, yeah. Instagram, or, like, whatever, yeah. what are you comparing? What's Instagram, you, where, where the gym. Do you, where do you look? Everywhere. Like, there will always, even if we go to the gym together... And I'll be like, oh, the amount of people that don't wear bloody tops at the gym. And another thing that we were talking about the other day, like it kind of comes back to confidence, right? Some of the girls, and I'm not a bitch, but like <laughs> I, I wouldn't wear what they wear to the gym because they're wearing little shorts and a crop top. They're confident to wear that. Good on you for being confident to wear that because me looking the way that I do – and not confident to wear what you're doing, like what you're wearing. And I might even think that my body looks a little bit better than yours. So good on you. And that's something within myself that I'm not confident about and that I need to change. So the book actually raises as well is like and you would when never, you... you would never speak to them the way you speak yourself. No, but like the book said, um, there's certain things that if you get jealous or if you like kind of feel funny about something from someone else, so in this instance, like example, me feeling, I guess, envious that those girls can wear those things and be confident to wear that. That's something within myself that I haven't accepted. And what that is, is I'm not okay with how I look, like body-wise, or I'm not confident in my own skin, therefore I'm not going to wear that. But good on them for wearing that. Yeah. Does that make sense? I think it's really healthy that you can say good on them. Oh. I think it's healthy that you can acknowledge that they have the confidence and it's not just you don't blow it off as, well, they're just dumb or they don't realise how they're like, you haven't 
degraded them in any way. But I think it's great. Like, and everyone should be really happy with their body. And if they work really hard, like, good on them. This Mm. is the other thing. I'm very good at giving advice about this type of thing, but I'm terrible at taking my own advice. (laughs) Yeah. How far through your book are you? Probably halfway. And have you read anything from that author before? No. First one. Mm. Why did you choose that book? I saw it on someone's Instagram. Yeah. But what made you pick that book? I don't know. I remember, like, I saw it on his Instagram, and then I went into Kmart one day. The the authors or the person you The person I was following. Yeah. I went into Kmart one day, and I was like, I'm just going to buy a book and see what's there. And then I saw that was the last one of that book on the shelf. And I was like, I've heard of it. Why not? Yeah. So that's why I got it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, The Jordan Peterson guy, the reason I picked his book, and half the reason why I brought this up, is because I always find it interesting how you come to a book. Mm. Because a book's like a big commitment. Mm. In terms of what we as a society do, you can watch a, you can listen to a song, as entertainment, you can watch a movie. There's like a ton of things we can do as entertainment or things that consume our time. Mm. A book is like the longest one with potentially not great um, like reward mm-hmm. for reading. Like, have you ever gone through a book and been like, this is shit? Or I didn't appreciate this book the way that somebody else might appreciate it. Mm, yeah. So I think it's like it's important how we get to the book. And the way I got to Jordan's book was I saw him, I saw people's opinion of him. And I, I thought he was a dick. I like didn't, I actually didn't like him because I, I saw like some quick interviews, some like chopped up footage. I saw some interviews of him on the news, and I was like, this guy seems like a dick. And then I saw, and then he was on a podcast where I got to listen to him for three hours, and I realized that everything that I'd seen was a complete lie. And they basically like accused him of something, let him half, let him half answer it, and then cut off the part where it he starts to make sense. Mm. Like, it, it was just all chopped and changed in ways where I was like, oh, I've been lied to this whole time. And then I would go back and I'd watch the full interview and I'd be like, that's not what he's like at all. This guy's a really nice guy. There's, he, like, yeah, and, and because of that, I almost felt obliged to get the book because obviously some of the proceeds go to him mm. when you get the book. But I was like, I owe it to this guy almost because I thought he was a dick and here he is, like, now providing me with something Mm. Yeah, and I just, I don't know. You were saying before about um, Jocko's fitness. Thing. Yeah, I don't even think, I don't even know if he's that fit. Like, I'm well, sure he is. you saying something about Dimitri. Oh, Dimitri, which is, oh, sorry, yeah, so Dimitri's following, it's either Jocko or it's Andy Frisella, who's like another CEO type character who gives basically free advice online. Mm. Um, but I think Jocko has something to do with it. It might not, that might be completely wrong. Anyway, it's this thing called 75 hard and it's 75 days of tasks that you need to do and you can't say that you've completed the tasks. So basically yeah, every day you have to do all the tasks right. for 75 days. And it's like, there has to be two workouts, one in the morning, one at night. Yeah. One of them has to be outside. You have to read, it's either a certain number of pages or for a certain number of time, like amount of time. Mm-hmm. There's like, there's more to it. I don't know all of it, but there's like a whole heap of things and it's difficult. I don't believe him and his partner Sophie have gotten through it yet mm. because it's difficult. I've looked at it and I was like, I'm not even going to try it. Like it looks hard and there, and there's like an app that you can follow so you can get on there and you can check the ones that you've done for today so you still know what you've got to do for the rest of the day. 
I mean, it'd be a good little challenge. It's it's definitely looks like a really good challenge. Mm. I just I don't know if I would be able to do it. Honestly, it's yeah. hard, and it's yeah, it, and people like Jocko would be able to do it easy, mm. easy because he would just set it. And then that's now what he does with it. The other thing, and I'm not making excuses, the other thing that does make it hard is we do have full-time jobs. Yeah. It's not an excuse. And I don't want to blanket anything like that as an excuse. You just have to make time. You have to make time. Yeah, and it's the making time that makes things difficult. Yeah. But that's with anything. You have to make time. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're a full-time... You wake up earlier. Wake up an hour earlier. Go to bed later. and that's And I think it's the same with, like... If you want to pursue a different career, if you want to be really good at something, I don't know, whatever it is, start a business on the side. If you're working full time, you just make time. You will make time for the things that are important, just as you'll make time for the people that are important. Yeah. Like, I guess it just depends on what your priority is. And I think if you, like you, like you said, if, if, if you making time for people who are important to you, but doing things that are good for you is you making time for you who yeah. should be important to you you are your number one <clears throat> really yeah and that's, which i think people forget sometimes yeah yeah i couldn't agree you forget it yeah you say yes to everything even when it doesn't benefit you and it puts you out you say yes to everything and i'm i'm bad too i do i do it a lot i'm getting better you are um, but that was actually the second rule in that in that book. Was I think it was the second one, second or third? Treat yourself as someone who's worth helping. Mm. And he goes right through how uh, you know you would stop and help a friend change a tire on the side of the road. You would give your dog medication if it required it. Mm. So, but all those things you would hate to have to do for yourself. You would hate yeah. if your car was in the garage and you didn't need to take it to work. You'd sit there and leave it. If you you required medication, you'd take half your script, you kind of felt better, your flu was going away, you'd stop taking your but script. But you wouldn't do that to your dog. But you wouldn't do that to friends. your dog or yeah. your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant rules. Yeah. Well, we'll keep you updated with how we go. We should be finished, I think, maybe by next next weekend. The Our books? Yeah. I think we should make that a goal. So, we'll, yeah, we'll let everyone know how they, how they go. Um, Let's see how long we've been live for. Half an hour. That's good. It's a good podcast? Yeah, I think it's good. Excellent. Would you like another beverage, Marv? Mm, I want to go have a shower, I think. Alright, let's go have a shower. Yeah. We should end the podcast because you'll cut this part out. Bye. Bye.